Welcome everybody to an episode of Keepers of Book. I'm your host, Maz, joined here with my warder, Jordan. And hey. today we are covering season two, episode four to six of the Wheel of Time. Wait, so um, that means you're an Aes Sedai? Yeah, and a male Aes Sedai. Wait, that means you're the dragon. Ooh. Okay, 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 okay. So let's actually talk about that. Um so because hey. I, I feel like we need to get into some <laughs> clarifying details about the Wheel of Time that I feel like it well, first of all, it's been Two years since the first season. I think it might have been two years since we uh, first saw the first season. And you also didn't rewatch it. Most people didn't rewatch it. I didn't rewatch it. Uh, so there's going to be a, a more than decent amount of gap um, from you. Know, the details of the first season, again, your first season was also not good. So we're just missing a couple of things. So I'm going to go ahead and try and fill in some clarifying details now. Um, there are male Aes Sedai. Well, I, let me clarify. There were male Aes Sedai, but they went insane and caused a breaking of the world where right. they destroyed right. everything. So, um, I guess, I guess more so I was going off the current. Yeah. 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 No, I know. Meta. I, uh, I, that's what I figured you were doing too. But then I just piggybacked off that into clarifying details. Um, so yeah, uh, the male Aes Sedai were in tandem with the female Aes Sedai. And now whether or not the male Aes Sedai, like, so not, that doesn't mean all the nor, uh, modern day male Aes Sedai, which there aren't any, are dragons, right? So Loghain, he is a guy who has been captured and I forget the male version of it, but I th uh, the female version of being cut from the source is called Stilled. Mm -hmm. um, and I forget what the male version of that is called. Um, but he has been cut from the source and that is apparently very depressing to people when they go through that, because being open to the magic is apparently very, um, it feels good. Not, not in a drug sense, I think, but like, it's almost like you're, you're because the source come, the power, the magic's power comes from God basically. So you're God. essentially cutting <laughs> yeah the the wheel itself right like right the one power so when you're cutting people from that you're cutting them like their access to essentially god right uh so it's that's why whenever you see people like moraine right like she seems so distraught yeah yeah very much so that's because she's been cut from the source right moraine is mommy right yeah she's a blue aja yeah, Mommy Moraine, that's right. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, I, okay. The other thing is, is okay, so the, they're Suldan, they, and they throw out these names constantly, and you're supposed to just kind of keep up with the details. This is why I recommend anyone who's reading epic fantasy series, especially a long one, like The Wheel of Time. Epic fantasy requires great attention to detail. Now, or... You just have to accept that you just don't know things and just move on. That it requires both. Oh, dude, um, that's so rude. Yeah, it, it it can get kind of annoying because I I am a guy who wants all the details all the time. Mm -hmm. Just like I don't care if it's spoon fed to me. It's just like give me an info dump. I don't care. Just give me stuff. Um, and so be aware of that when if you guys do embark on reading wheel of time because like stuff like suldam damani adam uh like it'll just those three are related right suldam mm -hmm. are the shan chan slaves who are the the witches right like, yeah like egwene is them? caught yes we see that. yeah they're the ones with the pacifiers on there. yeah and then we see the guys with the crazy hair and somebody got banished and their fingernails cut off right uh yeah 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 so those are the shan chan those yes. are the invaders from the um so they did name drop this Luther pan drag he was a guy several centuries ago i think after the breaking of the world oh, he um he declared war on the Aes Sedai, and he was actually conquering a bunch of things and then he got driven back to my understanding and he got driven back to that other continent that the shan chan came from and the Shan Chan are descendants of him. So to them, they're seeing this as a fulfillment of Luther Pandrag's 
I don't know if it's prophecy or goal or whatever, but they see like them as like, this is their divine right. Right. And you, you're going to see this a lot. People who just like, this, this is, is my our, divine right. This is our divine right to rule, to conquer, to control, blah, blah, blah. This is a very common, and to be honest, in in a medieval type era, this is very common for a lot of people. This is how they justify their rule. This is how they justify their, uh, uh, you know, their uprisings even, right? Like if you go back to Game of Thrones, um, Robert Baratheon, when he rose up in uh, rebellion against the Targaryens, yeah, the the argument that he used was that he's a rightful ruler, right? Because you need what's called a Cassius Belly. If you guys have ever played like any of those medieval kingdom management games, Cassius Belly is uh, just cause, basically, or like a, a press a for divine war. cause. Not even divine. It can just be like, I have this claim to this land because my great uncle's cousin had it. So and like, this is how they'll literally do it because you can't yeah, yeah. just like tell people, Hey, go to go fight for my land. You right. need to spin a story. It's kind of like today, right? The propaganda it's back then's version of propaganda in terms of selling it to the peasants. You go yeah. fight this for me because my great grandfather's cousin's dog owned this land and you're I have the right. Yeah. So you're pressing <laughs> that. Yeah. And you're, you're a peasant. And they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, you know what? That that makes sense. That totally makes sense. Um, fight for the peasants. Yeah, fight for the peasants. Uh, so B, so the, the Wheel of Time works similarly um, with the Shan Chen. They're like, okay, we're fulfilling Luther, Pandrag's, uh, like, uh, his, his press Chen for war. Were the people that got that box. Which box? There was like, um... oh yes, 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 yes. You're right. Yeah, yeah. Yep, yep. Um, so Patton Fane, the black guy with the afro, who we saw Dude, in those the first styles are nuts. Yeah. Um. So he, so uh, Lord Turok, he is in charge. I think he's like the platoon commander mm-hmm. of that uh, Shan Chen army, just in that area. Mm-hmm. Um. He has the box, which has a horn of Valir in it. Ooh, that, I like that. The, the Horn, Horn of, Val- of Valir. Yeah, it's a. It sounds like a video game ultimate move. Oh yeah, and it, it it sounds epic fantasy, right? Like that just screams like fantasy. Like oh my the god, the Horn of Valir. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. It. Yeah, it's awesome. Like I love the sound of it. It it's rolls off the tongue very beautifully. It's a cool name. Um, th- and there will be a lot of that, like Lamb and Dragon, Randall, Thor. Like his names are just sick. They, they're cool. He uses it in general. Yeah, yeah, I I love the name the naming in um, but anyway, so the Suldam are the slaves who they can cast and they're control. They wear that Adam that collar thing, you know. That, mm-hmm. they, they, so that's an Adam, which is like the collar leash thing that, and then the Damani are the masters and they control the Suldam. Makes sense. So, Damani are masters. Suldam, and the way I remember is a, a Suldam starts with S, which is the same letter f- that starts for slave. So, Suldam, slave. slave, Damani, thing like Damani, like do- dominate, master. So, Damani are the masters. The Adam is the stuff that uh, the Suldam wear that, that allows them to be controlled. Which, by the way, that Egwene. Tommy. Oh no no! Egwene is the the oh, no, sorry. the girl That's who Egwene. was yeah she's someone who was she's captured by the Shan Chan, right? And it, um going yeah, through I'm slave still training. Names wrong. Yeah, oh dude, that's gonna happen. Um, but yeah, she's the one who's getting uh enslaved, going through slavery training, and <laughs> dude, that scene was pretty heavy. I mean, I would agree. That scene was, um, it was very well acted. It gave you that sense of like disgust, you know, as an audience, just like watching that because, um, okay. So one thing I think I'll say wheel of time books to show, and I don't know if this is a, uh, a failure of the writing in the books or me trying to just rush my way through wheel of time. So I could just finish the series. 
right? I feel like the emotional impact of a lot of things that happened in the books was kind of lost on me. Um, and I think this is where I need to improve as a reader. Um, not an outlook on life. Yeah, this is, I think this is a me problem. I would say, um, I, (laughs) I feel like her enslavement, it happened in the books, by the way. So this is on par. Nothing new. Yeah. This is not new for me, but I didn't realize how big of a deal this was for her to go through this until I'm re I'm watching it in the show. Like this is kind of troubling, right? Like her watching her getting tortured and because slavery is your <laughs> yeah <laughs> thank you um slavery is you're destroying the very dignity that the person carries right. right because you're beating them down so horrifically that they don't even want to escape when the opportunity is there right if you if you look through history like the american slave trade or the mongol slave trade right these guys when these guys were enslaved they were they had their entire concept of freedom and self-preservation and self dignity i guess almost yeah self-worth yes thank you stripped from them to the point where when there was an opportunity for them to escape they wouldn't take it and when there's an opportunity right yeah and there was an opportunity when for other slaves to escape they would they would actually turn them in so this wild yeah, so this is um, it's messed up, and something like no, I mean, like, I mean that's one way to put it, but yeah, I don't it, know. There, is there a word further than messed up that you could use for that kind of situation? You know what I mean? No, nah, I think about encompasses it. But anyways, yeah, it, it's uh, severely messed up, <laughs> um, and completely and utterly wrong. And so seeing it in on TV on the screen. I think got that delivered that impact way better than the book did. And oh, I'm I actually see that. Yeah. And, th- and that's the point I'm trying to make. Right. Is that like, I, I felt it more being acted out on TV uh, than I did when I was reading the book. So I think my media literacy is much better on TV and movies than it is on books. And that's fine. Uh, but I'd like to increase it. This is sense. one of the things that I told me that I learned watching it i was like oh crap i actually didn't really let it absorb into my mind that how big of a deal this was that she's enslaved tortured and beaten down you know mentally that bad. yeah that bad so uh beyond that though um one thing oh one thing i didn't want to talk about all the cultures like now you're trying to get exposed to more and more cultures right Right, uh, we got to see the um, the uh, the Arafel people. They're like Indians, right? But they have like stone huts, which is not. I don't. I'm not an expert on Indian, the subcontinent of India's culture and architecture. But I don't think that they had stone buildings like that. But this is again, this is the the beauty of Wheel of Time's culture. Uh depth i guess is it's not like he just took like oh i'm gonna take chinese people and then just rename them into something else no because he right. would take like like the shan chan sail on chinese or japanese like ships right they got like right. that almost like the dragon's winged looking things but if you look at their armor it's not quite chinese or japanese right um it's almost uh, it's almost medieval like all right like medieval europe i should say Medieval ish. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I, this is when well, no, uh, this is one of the things I really like about Wheel of Time is you see all these different cultures and you can kind of tell, but that, oh yeah, the yellow, what's her, what's her name? Ram, Ravi? Ravi or Ravi? The, the yellow Aja, I said I, who got captured at the end there. That um, was, that was really cool. Yeah, again, having trouble with the names, but... I don't remember her name, and I don't even think she... I think she may have been um, a a show character. I don't think she was in the books. Oh, really? Yeah, because I I could not for the life of me recall her name at all. That's wild. 
Yeah. Um. Yeah, because again, I'm I'm going off pretty much everything you say as <laughs> fact per se. But it's you know it's one of those things where you're like, well, for me, it's one of those things where I'm like, man, I if I don't if I don't have if I didn't have you, this would be a very different story. Can, oh yeah, no, I know it. And this is where I think the show is definitely going to have is going to struggle and they're going to have to. I don't know. I, I so you're saying you're having a difficult time figuring out what's going on without me. Right. So I'm wondering the most part, if yeah. this goes on much longer. I don't know if the show is going to be successful. Right. Because Game of Thrones was actually very similar. A lot of regular people who did not read the books or didn't have friends who read the books were having a very hard time following the series. And to be honest, I did too. But by season two, I think I was pretty much able to manage. We're in season two. Uh, we only got two episodes left of the season. And if people are still struggling, this might be, I don't know. They're going to have to shake something up. Maybe, maybe they can release like supplemental content, you know, where they show like, cause I know uh, Game of Thrones did that. Now I don't know how many people took advantage of that, but they can release like videos of like voiceovers talking about the history and what happened. Right. Um, cause if you actually look, you can look them up and they're voiced by the actors of the show where they'll talk about, you know, Robert's Rebellion and, mm -hmm. you know, even the, the Age of Heroes and the Wall Ooh. and stuff like that and Civil Wars and, you know, the how... The Age of Heroes, man. That sounds really freaking cool. That's in Game of Thrones. The Age of Heroes. But anyways, yeah. Uh, I If Wheel of Time, I think, wants to succeed, they may need to go that route. Just because, a little bit further, per se. Yeah, just just put... Just to give the audience who hasn't read the books... And even the ones who have, right? Like I had, I read the books, but it's been like two, three years since I finished the books. So, right. I think having that might be a little, and then you know, especially since some things are changed from the books. Um. So we need to know what direction they're heading in. Mm. But yeah, because otherwise, I think this this is going to become a very uphill battle for the audience, and in turn, that would make it a very uphill battle for the the people uh sorry for the, mm -hmm. yeah, the people making the show right because right. now it's like okay well they're not getting half the stuff that we're saying um which i mean it happens unfortunately. yeah but anyways i just looked it up her name was rima and yeah her and her warder fighting it out against a shan chan that was really cool yeah that was cool um but i i'm, I'm really liking the season a lot Right, like if you are really putting yourself into the frame of the characters, like uh, POVs, mm -hmm. it's really cool because you know they don't have instant com communication, right? If you take that into consideration, that makes things a lot more difficult because you know the discovery of the Black Aja, that's a big deal. Yeah, that is a big deal. I, I heard, I understood that for the most part. Yeah. Oh, and then Leandrin, uh, Leandrin, who's Black Aja, right? She was a Red Aja lady who has that son who's an old, old man. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, she's the one who turned over the three girls to Shan Shan. That, by the way, does happen in the books. Um, Good to know. Yeah, and so she's Black Aja. And that just... And then the 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 Wheel of Time... I'm sorry, the, the Aes Sedai, the brown, some of the Brown Aja people have discovered that the Black Aja are real. And then now you're thinking, okay, well, we need to go tell people, but why aren't they doing that? Well, they're not doing that because the Black Aja are hidden, right? You can't, if you do discover a secret uh, evil organization within your organization, you're not just going to blab it to anyone. You need right. to start verifying who is who, who's on what side, what's going on, how many people are there, stuff like that. Like, for example, what if Swan Sanjay, who is the Amelin seat, right, the, the leader of the Aes Sedai, what if she's Black Aja, right? So you can't just run and report it to her. Right, 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 right. That seems like it would be, I mean, it wouldn't work. Right. I mean, yeah, it, it could work in the sense that, like, she could reveal herself to be Black Aja, so you might find another person, but it won't work in the sense that you'll probably be 
be executed. Uh, but Death. yeah, you know, so this, uh, and then, okay, one thing I wanted you guys, uh, you to pick up on the, I said, I have three oaths, right? And one of them mm-hmm. is that they cannot lie. So Leandrin being black Aja, that means that the black Aja have some power or the dark one has some power that allows them to break the three oaths. Mm. yeah so you see so that means that they have the ability to lie now all of a sudden you've blown open the doors because we have for this entire time been assuming that every I said I anything that they tell has to be the truth maybe they've twisted in a way so now we need to analyze it you know like are they telling us the truth but they're not telling us everything kind of thing right kind of like from my point of view the Jedi like for example like Star Wars right from a certain point of view, Anakin was dead, right? And then Darth Vader, the other part of him, took over and killed Anakin, right? Because right. Obi-Wan, remember, told Luke that, like, you know, Vader killed your father? Right. Well, like, from a certain perspective, Vader killed Anakin, and then he took over, like, the body, essentially. So stuff like that is what I'm talking about. Like, the ice that I can kind of twist the truth a little bit right mm-hmm. but now we're in a point where we don't know which Aes Sedai is black aja so now all of, all, all of a sudden they can be lying you're kind of screwed yeah so this really throws a wrench in the audience trying to figure out what the hell is going on um so now so you're just kind of like in in a lull yeah now, now one advice i can give you possibly to pick up on some of this stuff is if an Aes Sedai is twi- like kind of not giving a direct answer, she may be truly Aes Sedai because she's bound by the oath to tell the truth. But if right. she's giving a direct answer, yes or no, she may still be telling the truth, but it's possible she can be lying and the whole Black Aja thing is allowing her to lie. So just it doesn't help too much, my advice. <laughs> But it's no. something to work with, if that helps. Uh, but yeah, no, this is. Uh, th- this it seems is, like big stuff. Oh, it is. And so when I like I said, from the very beginning, when you're reading book two, which was really funny because it's a 14 book series. And right off the bat in book two prologue, when you see those. The round circle is Shamael is talking to some of his agents and, you know, one of his agents or one or two of his agents are Aes Sedai, which, by the way, there's definitely more. I'm just I'll throw that extra little morsel at you guys. There's definitely more than two Black Aja, right? Um, and then there's a Shinaran who's a bad guy. There's, I think, a Shan Chan who is um, a dark friend. So, yeah. And then, like, it's to the point now where Lan, they, you remember, uh, mm-hmm. uh, what's her name? Alana, Alana's warders are questioning Lan. Like, are you a dark friend? Because if you are, we'll cut you down right here. Like, I no. kill you right away. Yeah. So, yeah, this is this is a big deal, right? And, and so it's starting to like it started. The story is actually starting to progress. Yeah. You know what the, I mean? Yeah, yeah. So, and this is one of the things I really like. I, overall, I think we're starting to see the story really come together here. And if they nail the finale. We're in for a juicy finale. So that was finale's ten episodes. Um, eight episodes. So we have two episodes left. Oh, that's not bad. Yeah. Uh so the 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 ending of book two is probably like my top three favorite endings of the series. Really? Yeah. It's a very very satisfying epic ending. And I'll be honest with you, I don't know. What made it epic was, how do I explain this? What made the ending of season two, or book two, so epic was the way it was described in words. They can do something like that in the show, but if they follow with what I'm thinking should happen in my head, then I think they can nail the the essence of it. And that's all I'm looking for, because it is a very epic ending, especially when you take into account how the storytelling of Wheel of Time is in the books, it's it's hard to describe. I I, I don't know how to say it without spoiling anything. 
Then you uh, don't spoil something. Yeah, because then I will spoil something. <laughs> All right. So a couple people that I want to point your guys' attention to moving forward. Varen Sedai. Just look up a picture of her on Google Images. Just look up Varen Sedai. Don't look at the autofill. Please, please, please. Why? Uh, d- just don't. It will spoil something for you. Doubt it. It literally I'm kidding, will. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, and... She's she's a brown Aja lady, kind of bigger. She's got like a white white strand in her hair. Oh, she's bigger. I see how it is. She's not bigger, honestly. <laughs> she's supposed to be. I think in the books she's supposed to be a little bigger, but like not like obese or anything. But so they didn't nail that look, <laughs> but they nailed the look of like you know like the wise grandma look. They definitely nailed that wise grandma. Yeah, you know she you <clears throat> she looks kind of Indian in the show. She has like a white streak through her hair. Do you know who I'm talking about? Yeah. So brown um, Aja. I, yeah, yeah. I know. I I know the. I know when you got like um the face. I know yes. the face of what you're saying. So. Yeah. So keep an eye on her. Um, when I say keep an eye, I'm not saying like she may be black Aja or a dark friend. When I mention these characters, I'm just saying keep an eye because there's a lot of characters, and you know, as an audience, you can't tell who you're supposed to pay attention to. Right. Varen is one that is going to be recurring. Uh, Logan, the other mm. dra- the, the false dragon. I think most people can pick up on the fact that yes, he need, he is a recurring character. All the Forsaken, of course. But so we know for sure that that guy is the dragon. The guy that's Rand. Um, Rand, he's the dragon. Yeah, the for dragon sure. Man. Yeah, he is hundred percent for sure the dragon reborn. Okay, so <clears throat> that's another thing I did want to talk about. Landfear, Celine. Mm-hmm. Did you pick up? Did you think that she was a um? A dark friend. What, aren't they called Forsaken? Yes. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. So, but did you think that there was something off about her when you first saw her? At first, yeah. You did. And mm-hmm. then, did you lower your guard? No, dude. I'm skeptical of everybody. Every TV show I've ever watched, dude. That's yeah. the problem when I watch TV shows. I'm like, oh, that dude sucks. He's just playing. And that's the thing with me is I'm skeptical of everybody until they're proven, like proven hero. Honestly, per se. I don't blame. Um, but that's that's good though. Um, but yeah, no, so she is Lanfear. She is one of the 12 or 13 Forsaken. I forget how many number there are. So two, so we know now that two are for sure out. It's right. Lanfear and Ishamael. Ishamael is the leader of the Forsaken. Oh, dude, I'm pretty sure Ishamael is an angel. One of the, one of the, not archangels. It's either an angel or a demon um, in like biblical history. So... Angelology, I'm sorry. Angelology. I'm almost positive. I'm almost positive he's one of the fallen angels. Ishmael. I'm almost positive. I don't. So, so Ishmael or Ismail in Arabic is one of the sons of Abraham. Yeah, that I know. So I don't know. Yeah, so I don't know if Ishmael is a different name. That no, just I'm sorry. Similar. I I am stupid. Ishmael is the son of Abraham. So okay, yeah. yeah. See, I knew it was something, but I. For some reason, Shamael gave me the sense of a fallen angel, but it's Zazael. Sorry, my bad. I'm being Zazael, weird. Yeah. So there is um, the dark one in the books. He's uh, they give him different names. Baalzaman, which is like ba- Baalzebub, I think in Hebrew is the devil. Uh, uh, no, it's one of the arch demons. Arch demons. Okay. And then the, another name that they give the dark one in the books is Shaitan, which is Shaitan in literally like. Spell spelled the same way in Arabic is the devil. Um, is it really? Yes, Shaitan and. Can you write that for me and send it to me? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I love the way like Sanskrit and Arabic look. It's beautiful the writing language. But yeah, that's it's very topic. it's very flowy. Yes, I mean Hebrew is kind of the same way. Yeah. Um. So, um, but anyways, yeah, it's just really pretty writing. I wish they kind of like. But like if like if I looked at the books, I wish they would put some of that writing in there. That'd be like really cool. Yeah. Just for my own like nerdness, you know what I mean? Um, yeah, no, I dude, you're more into like the culture, language, religion stuff. I'm more into I think the the flow of history, like what happened as far as like, <laughs> mm. you know, the kingdoms and you're you're poetry. more you're more looking at the historical timeline. I'm looking at the why the historical timeline. Right. Yeah. The 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 motivations of like you know how yes. people think because and I think that that's I'm starting to like find more. Uh, I'm starting to find that more interesting myself actually. Mm-hmm. Where I uh okay I get that they invaded but 
what prompted that? Was this a religious thing? Was this right? This is straight. Um, I want more land. Or was this like, hey, our people's land is being hit with more and more winter. So we need more air agriculture, agrable, arable land, I think. Arable land. I think that sounds right. Yeah. So stuff like that. But Wheel of Time actually gives you that in spades because there are two kingdoms, Tyr and I think they're called the Tyrants. And there's one other one that they hate each other and they're like straight up racist against each other. (laughs) Um, Without cause. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Well, there's probably cause. Yeah, there may be cause. Uh, So Land Fear, she's one of the Forsaken. Um, and I, what I love about this is that they're not like, uh, I, I'm, I'm glad that Ishamael made this apparent through his dialogue. He said that the difference between the rest of you, he's talking about the rest of Forsaken and me is that I truly believe in the dark. Landfear, oh, the only yeah. reason she became a Forsaken, the only reason she joined the dark side is because she loved Rand's past life. Who uh, his name was Luz Theron Telemon. He was the dragon. Ooh, that sounds cool. Yeah, his, his name was Luz Theron Telemon. Um, and j- we just call him Luz Theron. Um, she loved him, and then Luz Theron actually loved her too. But then found somebody else, and oh, so sucks. left her. And yeah, so and that's the person that Landfear kept talking about before it was revealed that she's a bad. Bad yeah. yeah, is that she was talking about Luz Theron and she was talking about Rand's past life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I kind of picked up on some of that. Yeah. I do have to use the old Google machine sometimes. Yeah, to, I know. I get it. It's to it's a get lot. you know, but again, that's just one of those things where I reading the book would be like seriously beneficial going yeah. through this. But unfortunately, what book will we technically be on? Um, three. Right now, we're still on two. Oh man, that might be doable. I'll have to think about that. But anyways, yeah. So so far they've been doing one season, one book. I don't know if, they, um, and I don't think they'll be able to con- um, run that consistently moving forward. I no, think, because isn't there a lot of world building as we continue, and that'll be probably pretty hard to stuff in there. No, I think that it's more of a plot kind of slows down because the character starts to split up, and. I feel like it becomes really draggy. So a lot of people call it the slog uh, from yeah. book eight, nine, and ten. Yep. To be honest with you, I loved eight. I loved nine. Ten, I despised with a burning passion. And if I ever reread the series, I will never read book ten again. <laughs> really? I will straight up skip. There are straight up fans that will tell you if you skip book ten. And just look up like one fact that happens in book 10 that's like relevant for the like the rest of the series. That's all you need. You can just straight up skip book 10. I'm glad you told me that now. (laughs) And you know what's funny? Book 10 is actually one of the shortest book in the series, but it felt like the longest. That's kind of annoying. Yeah, it is seriously. Yeah, it is seriously such a bad book. I I honestly almost quit the series and could you imagine that being 10 books into a 14 book series and then almost quitting on no. book 10 like that? That's how bad that book was. Uh, but anyways, um, yeah, I don't think that they'll be able to they'll definitely not be able to do one season per book because I mean, no one's going to sit here for 14 years. Um, oh, Jesus. And it took two years. Uh, right. It's been two years since season one came out. So if we're going to do a two year gap in between, that's just they're going to have to condense it. Straight up. Um, I could see that, especially yes. running through the books that you've already given me, like just yeah, it's skimming. It, it's like that was going to it's going to take a long time. Yeah, no. So the, and they don't have that kind of time. Um, but yeah, uh, like Naruto with 9000 episodes. Right, right. Yep. And because people's voices don't really change what their looks do. Right. So and I don't think they age that much over the course of 14 books, I think. I, I want to know. I I, I want to look up how many years actually pass over the course of the fourteen books. Um, if it's something like seven, then we're good in terms of uh, you know actor aging, right? But they're also the, the advantage of Wheel of Time is that the the characters themselves are I think in their twenties, so oh, really? there's not a whole lot. Yeah, that's the thing with like Harry Potter, right? Is with the movies, you couldn't push out the movies every year. 
So it took like a decade and a half for the movies to finish, but there's only seven years that actually happened between Harry Potter book one and Harry Potter book seven, right? That's seven years, Wow. right? Each book was a, a sim, uh, covered one whole year at Hogwarts, right? In Harry Potter. Oh yeah. yeah. So now, yeah. I'm Whereas in that. the movies, that's exactly, that's the same thing that's happening, but because the movie production, you can't just churn them out year after year. Right. Right. So, that's why by the time book seven came out and there were 17, the actors themselves were like almost 30. They were, and people were just kind of done. Yeah, people were like, oh my God, these guys are so much older than they look like. Um, like even by when they're supposed to be 14, the actors were like already into their 20s. Um, so this, oh. so we don't have that problem with Wheel of Time because we you know like when it comes to aging, after your 20s, you don't really age too much in terms of like voice and the way you look and whatnot right so, so that's just a point i'm trying to make anyways um <laughs> yeah land fear is one to uh those are all the forsaken you need to look out for um perrin okay so now that we kind of have a little bit more knowledge now i can clarify as well perrin it's not like he's seeing the past or the future it's the wolves are sending him mental signals or mental images of what they saw Right, right. Now I'm kind of understanding. Yes, that it wasn't. But he, they, dude, that's my favorite character. Yeah, Perrin is honestly a really good character to follow. Um, so let me give you a little bit more background about each of these. The three main characters, Rand, Matt, and Perrin, are gonna have their own paths and villains that they're gonna come across. Rand, of course, is the Forsaken and the Dark One. Um, and he's kind of going to kind of deal with everyone. Aiel is another one that he's going to run into. The Aiel, okay, the Avienda, the one that Perrin just freed, right? right? She was in the cage and she just the like, put up. Lady. Yeah, she put up the the, the Dacovel. I know, not the Dacovel, the, the mask, right? She put sick. up the mask and she just went, destroyed the, the white cloaks. And Perrin, um, like, Perrin literally like took out two dudes and she had like 17 down. Oh yeah. Yeah. So <sighs> the IEO are just like super soldiers basically. Um, which is, that's, I mean that after I saw her, I was like, dude, I need more of this lady. Yeah. The, her and her people are just awesome. They're uh, one of the fan favorites for sure. Really? Uh, yeah. Uh, that, that whole nation, that group though, that people, that EO. Um, so we're definitely going to find out more about them. Um, anyways, the, so, Keep an eye out for the Aiel. Avienda is one to be constantly watching. Um, beyond them, though. I'm trying to think. I don't. Uh, okay, so yeah, Matt, it, his main villains are going to be like the Shan Chan, um, Patton Fane, the black guy with the who brought yeah. the, who got the Horn of Valir. He has a dagger or whatnot. So that's going to be kind of his guy. That guy needs to get fought. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Perrin's. I forget who his villains were. It's also kind of the Sean Chan. Um, but then he also deals with, I don't know. I don't. It's been so long. But oh, yeah. yeah. I, can, I can only imagine. Oh, the imagine. White Cloaks. Sorry, the White Cloaks. Yeah, Perrin's issues are the White Cloaks. Uh, uh, Rand is most of the Forsaken and then the... You know, those, uh, the Aiel. So, and then, uh, Matt, Sean Chan, mostly. Wow. So there's a, I mean, they're following oh, like there's, seven storylines. Oh, yeah. There's going to be a lot of storylines. And we already see that Moraine and Lan have been separated, albeit a lot earlier than I was expecting. Um, so now they're, they're a little bit all over the place. Right. And we haven't, the ways are really cool. The ways, um, you know that storm place? It's like dark. That's where Leandrin took the three girls through, mm-hmm. like a portal place. It's like a different dimension. The the ways were a place that, um, like between, like in between, kind of. Yeah, it helps them travel great distances. Um, Dang, it was a gift cool. from the male Aes Sedai to the Ogier that allowed them to stay in their settings. I think when they were going insane or something like that. But the ways have been infected by this um, dark cloud called Machin Shin. Mm. 
it's just really cool. And honestly, you never figure out more about Machin Shin. It's just a dark cloud that just destroys everything. It has no allegiance to the good side or the bad side. If you're in there, he will mess you up. <laughs> so it's as simple as that. Um, but yeah, and you don't find out more about it. And this is one of the cool things about the epic fantasy is that there's just some things. And it depends on what kind of reader you are. I personally want all details about everything. I'm a completionist. I want and I don't like things to just be, oh, this is just how it is. And it's just a mystery. And we just don't know much more about it. Machin Shin is one of those things where we just don't know much more about. Which is which is like. Of all the world building and all the books, what do you think that that's something that they would like focus on? Um, I think he did that on purpose because he comes from that era. If you go back eras of fantasy writing or just writing in general, there were just some things that you were just okay with leaving. Just, oh, it's just a mystery and you just appreciate it. You can have your own fan theories about it, blah, blah, blah. But it's just a mystery and not everything needs to be explored. And this is actually, it's very interesting because you see this in Star Wars fans a lot. The older Star Wars fans come from that era of the original trilogy where they say not everything needs an answer to not everything needs to be explored some things are okay with just being a mystery but then oh. something changed in the writing and the storytelling around the late 90s and early 2000s and now we as an audience we want answers to everything and i am one of those people i truly believe it. i want i want all the answers because i love lore i love world building i love history of you know different uh fantasy and sci-fi worlds and i just want that to be all fleshed out because i think it's just it makes it way cooler and you can just be super passionate about something right and i feel like have while yes it being a mystery and it's just kind of a cool little like match and shin is a cool little corner thing that we just know is just kind of a messed up place and he's just a messed up void monster thing we don't and so i get I get that side of the argument and I can respect people who think like that in the sense that they don't need an answer for everything. But me personally, I need an answer for everything. Yeah. You need uh, them answers. Yeah. And I think, because I just think it just makes it, you get more invested in it. Right. Cause right. could you imagine if star Wars was just those first three movies? Yeah. That would not be like, good. that would have been cool. Like, yeah, you get the star Wars and that's it. But then that's it. The, the, the fascination I think would have, not been nearly as much and i think that's this is a problem that likes that older um generation that had the original trilogy they just don't understand is like if you don't want to enjoy the newer stuff then don't no one's stopping you if you are cool with just having your answer uh, uh your questions be unanswered and leave it be a mystery by all means you don't need it you don't need to watch this stuff you can save yourself a ton of time right don't watch it but the rest of us, we we do like answers. We do want this world to be fully fleshed out. And this is one of the cool things about Star Wars is you can flesh that bad boy out for as long as you want, right? You can milk that cow, kill that cow, buy another cow, and just keep milking that one. Because You're just milking all the cows. Yeah, because the galaxy is endless, right? It's time is endless. So you can go back a thousand years, you can go forward a thousand years, you can go back three hundred years, you can go forward three hundred years. There's a lot of stuff you can do with Star Wars. Right. And there's a lot of stuff you can do with Wheel of Time. Um, and that was actually, to my understanding, before he died and before he got sick, he was actually considering expanding on the Wheel of Time series, which just kind of blows my mind because it's already such a big, big series. Yeah, that um, seems like it'd be way too much. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And especially, I really, I don't know. I, I, I think Sanderson, when he took over, um, the writing, it, he did a wonderful sanderson did i mean wonderful job like emulating his writing style almost um which i think was kind of hard to do uh, but also maintaining his own like signature Personal. on the writing yeah. yeah so but yeah logan um land fear all the forsaken really leandrin varen sedai the brown aja lady uh everyone else i think you can kind of tell that you just need to take, pay attention to ran matt perrin those are the three main characters they're taviran uh nynaeve Egwene, we already know um elaine trekhand she's the blonde hair girl who's friends with Egwene. her and nynaeve want to break Egwene out right right um so she's she is the daughter heir of the queen of andor so she is next in line to be queen of andor so Dang. nothing to uh <laughs> She is definitely an important character as well. Avienda, the one that um, Perrin just broke out, she is an important character. 
be uh, keep your eyes open for her. Um, other than that, I'm just going to keep listing them out as they show up. But right. uh, I think that about covers it from us for that episode. Um, now, go before for it. we before we before we head out here, I do I do wonder sometimes about the series if are we going to get as much explanation that the book would give at least to um, kind of help us progress as far as the lore goes. Um, okay. So the lore, I think they're doing a very good job at giving you drip feeding you the information, the way that the books did. Right. You just have to be very vigilant as an audience that you pay attention very closely the entire time. This is not a show that you can watch in the background. If you do, not only will you main the uh, miss the main plot stuff, but you will miss a lot of side plots that are starting, and you will miss a lot of foreshadowing. Which makes I mean, it makes sense. Yeah. So if you are watching the show and you do not plan on reading the books, or even if you do plan on reading the books, please, 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 please put the phone down. Pretty please. Please, please, please put the f- kids to bed. <laughs> get everything out of your way and then watch it because this is not a show that you can just watch on the side because you will be confused. I promise you, you will be confused. Um, I'm watching the show and there's some stuff because, because they changed it from the books that's throwing me for a loop. So I promise you, you will be confused in the books. We were all confused until it kind of started tying together. So yes, the answer to your question is yes, they are continuously giving you, drip feeding you content and stuff but again you just have to i think jordan you will enjoy this more on a rewatch than you will on the first watch See, that's what i was um that's kind of what i was thinking as far as um as far as that goes like yeah i really do think that as far as rewatches go that's I'll enjoy it more yeah. as I rewatch it, and mm-hmm. as you explain it to me, yes. it'll just be a little bit more. Um, oh, what am I looking for here? It'll be more enjoyable for me. Mm-hmm. Not saying that it isn't now. Yeah, sure. No, I get it. It's it's like um, I just need like a little bit more background, and then I could really like sink my teeth into the universe and all right. that. So, um, my wife has been playing paying pretty close attention to the show. And she has already discovered one of the secrets just because she watched closely. And I'll give you a hint. It's something to do with the Damani. The slave owners, right? Who yeah, own yeah, the, yeah. The, the magic slaves. Um, so she has already noticed something because she know- it was a visual detail that she picked up on. And she asked me a question. and in my And I didn't want to spoil it for her. So I lied, but then I'm like, no, she pieced it together fair and square. So I told her, yeah, you're right. I mean, that's fine. That makes yeah, sense and, to me. No, and so this is, uh, this is again, uh, this is more of just me reiterating the, the point that, like, yes. Uh, and more to your question, Jordan, is that, like, yes, they are going to give you content, but you just have to be very vigilant because they're going to name drop countries and 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 uh, people and rulers, right? And groups and stuff like that. So you just have to be vigilant about uh, connecting the dots yourself. And this is where I say again, that when you go for a rewatch, when you've already kind of got the base foundation, when you rewatch it, it's going to be much more enjoyable. A lot like the expanse. Did you actually go back, go back and rewatch the expanse? Uh, No, I haven't yet. Okay. So I think when you do, you're going to see there's so much foreshadowing. Um, yeah, so, and there's a lot of foreshadowing here already, I can see, and I, I go on Reddit and I browse the comments on the book spoilers for the people who have read the books that are watching the show and they're, and they're like just geeking out about how much foreshadowing there already is placed into the show. So like, and, and also one thing I wanted to throw in, sorry to cut you off there. Um, there's a lot of character motivations that are driven by the stuff that's already happened to them. Like Nynaeve, right? She was in the alternate reality for a while and then she lost uh-huh. her husband, her friend, and her daughter, right? This is going to drive her. Egwene, her going through the slave um, torture. Arc, yeah, se. this arc, 
is going to be directly impacting a lot of her decision making moving forward. Which I mean, obviously, which makes sense. That right? makes sense. Yeah. And then Perrin, right, killing his wife in the first season, first episode, is, I think. Which is wicked. Good yeah. lord. And that is going to directly, and we're already seeing it, right? We are already seeing it where Elias, the other, uh, the black dude with the yellow eyes who can also talk to wolves, um, he also brought it up. Uh, So it's because he's been dreaming about it, right? Perrin's been dreaming about it. So he's been sending those images to Elias and the other wolves. Oh yeah! Wow, that's crazy. I didn't right, think so about like, that. so uh, the wolves know about this, and this is going. A lot of their decision making is going to be driven off of this stuff. Right. So, which, which obviously, everybody's motives obviously make sense. Yeah. In that in that aspect. Yeah. No, and so just, I don't know. Uh, I've already made it very clear how I love hate relationship with the series, but talking about it, I think, makes me realize how much I actually do love the series. Um, and I really hope Amazon continues. And not screw it up. <laughs> and, and, that's not, and to be honest, this is we're heading in a good direction, right? Season one, not good. Season two, fantastic. So, yeah, who knows? Um, but yeah, like I said, that'll about wrap it us from uh, for that episode. Uh, we will cover the next two episodes. So now I know some of you are thinking, how's that going to work? Because the next episode comes 29th, and the final episode will come on the 6th. So what we're going to do, and this is the, the I tease this on the Twitter, if you guys follow us on pod underscore bookkeeper. Um, I have finished the first part of Oathbringer. And next week, we will be talking about Oathbringer. Yes, we're finally back to the books. I'm not going to promise you that we're going to be back to the books like weekly or biweekly or even monthly. We're talking about the whole book? No, no, no. We're just talking talking about the first part of Oathbringer because that's the only part I've read, you Neanderthal. Mm. Um, And in a twist of fate, uh, Jordan has actually finished the existing books of Oathbringer, including the novella. So now Jordan will be the one who is actually fully knowledgeable in the series, and I'm going to be the new reader. Which oh, is that's a first. Yeah, which is a first, what? right? Because I've read, I've watched Avatar Last Airbender and Legend of Korra and Expanse, and I read Mistborn before him. So, so for the wow. first time ever, we ha- uh, we're actually in a twisted uh, setup. So now this it's going to be, yeah, so it's going to be Jordan who's going to be leading more of the questions, seeing how I can respond and see if I can, you know, piece something together. But yeah, I'm very excited. I like I said, I never stopped reading when we stopped covering the books. It's just wasn't as frequent. It, yeah, it just wasn't as frequent, and we couldn't. I couldn't push through the content in a in the quality that I liked. So yeah, so next week we'll be covering Oathbringer, first part, including the interludes, by the way. So the first part, which ca- covers, I think chapters up to like 36 or whatever it is, and then the three three or four interludes right after that. So leading up until the first page of wow. part two. We will be covering that entire part next week. And in the week after, it will be the finale of Wheel of Time. What Um, a day. I know. I hope you guys enjoyed it. uh, And we'll see you all next time. See you.